like, okay, we're singing in the rain. Good morning. You know, I was like, how, like, gotta dance. Like, this movie's torture. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Like, get it over with. Like, Beautiful girls. It, oh my God. That was the one where I was like, are we still doing this shit? Welcome back to the big room. We watched another movie that's old. Uh, we watched Singing in the Rain. We did. That movie with that song from that Tropicana commercial. Singing in the rain. No, the good morning song. <laughs> good morning. Yeah, the good morning song. That was the with wrong the oranges tune. bouncing in the thing. Y'all know this How the commercial. That was we really all, embarrassing. I'm sure I know, but I can't remember. We it. all watch cable television. It's great to stay up late. That's right. Uh, banger of a movie, I thought. We watched it. Three of us watched it in our local theater. Theater. Our local theater. Thanks, John Travolta, for the theater. John Travolta gave us the really? theater? I think he renovated it in the mid-2000s. Well, he mid should renovate it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the mid-2000s. I, you, I met John Travolta downtown. Yeah, I've seen the picture. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no. Yeah. Why was this not brought up during the Pulp Fiction episode? I don't. Oh I God. just totally forgot. I didn't want to name drop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just don't want to name too, too drop early the, on. the star yeah. of the movie that I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, before we get started, I want to talk about why Nick's camera looks different, uh, and it's because Nick <laughs> smashed his phone in a hilarious fashion. I want him to tell the story. Wait, oh, you're you gonna make me tell the phone? story? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How'd you break your phone, Nick? <laughs> this is your second phone in like six months. <gasps> oh no! Yep. Uh, um, both bathroom-related incidents, but I only so, care about the most um, recent one. All right, how how do I tell this story? I was uh. I was in the bathroom, doing what you do in the bathroom, sitting there, scrolling on your phone. Singing in the rain. Singing in the rain. <laughs> singing on the toilet. Um, and there's a, there's a towel rack on the wall beside the toilet. So mm. when you're done, just set my phone up on the rack. Oh, God. Clean up, and then you're done. Okay, but please, when hold. I set- please hold. Carl, what do you think happened? <laughs> I'm imagining it fell into the toilet Wrong. or something. Wrong. Like, continue. Okay. <laughs> I, I set my phone on the towel rack as I always do. The phone didn't just fall off the rack. The entire rack fell to the ground <laughs> and shattered the phone on the tile. Oh, and I'm just man. sitting there oh, no. looking at this phone busted on the floor going, did this just happen? Did just this really pants around your happen? ankles. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Dignity around your ankles. Phone around your ankles. That's dignity. dignity. Always fault, dignity. Always, always no, it's not, You know whose fault it is? It's Tim Apple's fault for making his G dang rectangle so heavy. I mean, I didn't have a case on my phone either. So I don't know if a case right. would have saved Living reckless. a rack a rack drop. Why the towel yeah. rack? Why not the counter? Why not just back in it's your pocket? It's the only thing close. It's either that or like on the closer than your pocket. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, like if <laughs> those my, are all my, the way on the ground. On the floor. Yeah, yeah. the pockets are There's in a puddle. Germs on the floor. It's You're, either towel rack. Bathtub or like the window behind me. Uh, Tower X seems the easiest. Your dad. The window it? behind me is where I busted it last year. Yeah, it oh. fell out of the window. That's right. <laughs> just I'm like just gonna it. stop taking my phone into the bathroom. No, you're not. Just need to upgrade the bathroom. Are. It's the best part of going to the bathroom. It's the only get well. That's why men so spend so much cheating time in the, the bathroom. Yeah, right. Even though all of you guys. Don't have any children, so you can scroll on your phone at any location of your house. So why do you still need it, to sit in the it bathroom? It's different on the John. Yep. I can yeah, I can think through crosswords a lot faster when I'm pooping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did your dad drill a new uh, <laughs> towel rack into the wall yet? No, it's just broken. It's great. <laughs> Where do you put your towels? Just on top on, of his phone. This is getting really. <laughs> <good>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> towels go on the, on the phone. On the countertop. <laughs> on the countertop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is you that just kind of reach out when you're done in the shower. But what about okay, when they yeah, yeah, to yeah, dry? Yeah, yeah. yeah, where do you dry them, though? Because now your rack's broken. What's your backup plan? <laughs> oh, right, right, right. So, God, okay. Take us through this. <laughs> you, get a, you get a towel. Yeah. You put it on the, on the sink. You take a shower. You reach out. You get the towel. Yeah. I'm not a double... Like, I don't use a towel twice. Whoa. What? It goes straight <gasps> to the hamper. So, Nick. Wait. Same with a washcloth when I use the washcloth. No, I like what? it. What? I like it, though. 
because this is the Definitely this washcloth. is the duality of Nick because he he's he's a washcloth pour, but he only uses a towel once, was. which is rich people behavior. I was that's, that's the richest no no no. I only used a washcloth washcloth once. Yeah, but you used it at all, so that's you know. Well, yeah. Well, now I don't. So. According to the gauge, though, yeah, you were bu- you were cyberbullied by a podcaster <laughs> <laughs> out, of using, <laughs> out of using your washcloth. No, no I, I use a towel for a couple loofahs. I bought a loofah on a stick so I could get my back. It's great. Wow. Great way to it's be influ- way to be influenced. It's great. Also, though, how much? That's so much laundry. It is a lot. A of laundry. towel a no, day. It is. It's that's a lot. constant laundry. It's how a do lot. you? How many? Yeah. There's also multiple times where I'll open the hamper or like the closet and there's just no towels. You're using like dish logic on towels. Don't. All right. Hang on. Oh, no. Do not. (laughs) Do not judge me for anything I do. (laughs) You are willing to talk about bathroom etiquette (laughs) in the bathroom. Don't turn this on me. We're talking about Nick right now. (laughs) No, we're turning it on you. What kind of body wash do you use, Carl? I've moved on from the Don Soap era, okay? Can we? I've learned. I'm proud of you. I'm glad. No, no, never mind. I was going to say, can we put, this is too much bullying to put a picture of your shower (laughs) that I have in my phone up on the screen right now? No, that's cyber. There's no Don Soap in it anymore. If it's safe for the uh, duck, it's safe for Carl. No, it's Look, if it it could get the oil off of ducks, I I figure it could get the dirt and grime (laughs) off of this guy. Probably too much. More than one towel now too, so none Aww. of your stuff is it doesn't stick anymore. Life. I want to know about <laughs> well, the logistics you... of how you can't put a phone back in your pants. That's what doesn't make <laughs> well, sense yeah, to me. You, you have like... more than one towels because of an unsolved mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever figure that out? I know. I still haven't used those towels. I'm scared they're like poisoned or something. Like somebody's like out to get me. I don't know. All right, we we gotta talk about a movie. Plus, we've talked about the towel <laughs> mystery before. I think I think that was one of the first. I think episodes. that was the first. Oh, yeah, I think that was Roadhouse. Was that Roadhouse? Yeah. Roadhouse. yeah, I think so. Can't wait to watch the sequel, Roadhouse, starring oh, Jake Gyllenhaal and the UFC. God, I'm gonna tell me it hurts. Gonna be great. Oh, it's gonna be terrible. All right, we watched Singing in the Rain. It came out in 1952. Wow. It is an hour and 43 minutes long, wow. and it's rated G for good. <gasps> <laughs> uh, we watched it in a theater in the world's smallest seats. Yep. Uh, I had Dude. a I had a terrible mule, a Moscow mule. Uh, while, Hard to mess up a mule there. It was too much ginger beer. Mm. Mm. Um, movie stars Gene Kelly, uh, Donald O'Connor, uh, Debbie Reynolds, the mother of Carrie Fisher, our Lord and Savior, and uh, Gene Hagen, who is Lena. Um, Debbie Reynolds was great. She was adorable. She's great. I want to be your best friend. Well, she's dead. I know. She died no. one day but after if Carrie I Fisher. If I could go back to 1952 and be your best after? friend. After? One day after. They both died in 2016, one day apart. Was it that quick? It wow. was. Yeah. Dang. Yep. Um, yep. Carrie Fisher died and Debbie Reynolds died the next day. Sad. Sad, but she lived forever. That's true. She's yeah. in her 90s. She did a long one. Good job, Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> Good job. Um, I don't really know how to summarize this movie. It's a musical. It's our first musical, right? Yes. So you're is. stoked. I was stoked. You're the only one of us, I assume, who had seen it before. I had seen it before, yes. Um, You um, said better the second time. Yeah, I was looking forward to watching it again now that we've watched a lot more older movies. Yes. Because I watched it, just my sister and I, because we're big musical fans, and it's like the, a classic musical. So it's like, well, we got to watch this. And I found it very slow and kind of harder to get into but then like i said post watching more older movies more used to the pacing yep. i enjoyed it so much more the second time yeah and we've watched more movies outside of the show um before the podcast i was really into i got into rat pack movies so we we're watching a lot of old sinatra stuff so uh pre-1970s movies we've probably seen i mean more than half a dozen this year yeah uh or december to now something like that so um Gene Kelly, my first Gene Kelly movie. Uh, my first, not my first Debbie Reynolds movie, actually. She's in um, something, some animated movie I've seen, I think, or something. Um, Gene Kelly, you don't like Gene Kelly. <laughs> oh, That's not true. I thought, well, you think he's a bully. Yeah, well, I think everyone in Hollywood kind of. Most he men, was, especially. Like yeah. in real life? Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, and, I, uh, what's the one scene that they did? The good morning song. Talk about the good that. morning song. So or scene. Gene right. Kelly, like as the he was the he, lead and the director. Yeah, he choreographed the, um, the dances, all the dances he choreographed. Yeah, and well. he choreographed the movie. Oh, all of them. Wow. Yeah, all of them. him and one other guy. But yes, 
Yeah, that's true. He had a co-director. Um, Still, he was just crazy. known for being such a perfectionist. So they did the good morning t- scene yep. for 15 hours. I think they just looped that scene to the point where Debbie Reynolds feet were bleeding yep. and she had oh to be carried God. off set. Oh. So and then you said they dubbed her tap dancing. Anyway. Yeah. And then it still wasn't good enough. Oh. So Gene Kelly <laughs> went back and dubbed his tap dancing and her tap dancing anyway. Oh, so wow. he was just kind of known for being a bit much. Yeah. Um, but he, he's the greatest, one of the greatest dancers of all time. So, I mean, you know, you mentioned after watching this, you watched La La Land and thought differently of La La Land, uh, La La Land, specifically Ooh. the choreography. It was just different. It's hard to go from, a musical like this, which is like so dance heavy by like some of the greatest dancers and like such a classic form of dance and the tap dancing to La La Land, which I still love. It's amazing. Um, we should put that on for next year. Absolutely. But just the dance, you know, the dancing isn't the, isn't a main point of the movie. So it's just not, it's not as good. So it was just kind of jarring to watch singing in the rain one week and the very next week watch La La Land and just, the differences in the choreography and the talent in that aspect was just like, whoa, this yeah. is really different. So you're coming from an angle of someone who had seen it before. Um, I think I'm coming from an angle of uh, just an old man. <laughs> uh, I love old movies and I had, I don't, I don't think I had, I don't like musicals generally. So I, I didn't have Sadly. high expectations, I guess. I, I didn't know what to expect, I guess. So um, that's my expectation. I enjoyed it a lot though. Um, I love the pacing. You thought it was slow as a kid, but mm-hmm. I love slow paced movies. Um, I think even like the pacing of fight clubs a bit much for me. I'd much rather have a no stakes, yeah. <laughs> slow, <laughs> lighthearted movie from the forties or fifties, a hundred percent over pretty much every movie we've seen so far, save uh, possibly Pulp Fiction. Uh, Nick, you saw it in the same theater as we did, albeit the week after. I want to know what you thought going in. And uh, kind of what you thought of it lightly before we get into it. Yeah, I I thought there was going to be more music in it as a musical. Mm-hmm. Like I expected, I don't know, 80% of it to be music. And wow, more, like Les Mis. <laughs> I think, yeah, things like Les Mis, things or like Hamilton have gotten people used to like musicals well, being completely sung through. I've seen two musicals in my life. <laughs> Which ones? Hamilton. Yep. And the classic high school musical. Oh, so, you know, man. I didn't have a, a lot of info to go on. Nick. Um, Never seen oh, it. you watched it too. You know it. I didn't see high school musical. I didn't hate it. I love Troy. Me either. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was a little... Um, I mean, I, I'm not complaining. I, I love the movie. I... I'm glad I got to see it in theaters. Yes. I think that's pretty cool for the first time seeing this movie to be able to say it was in a theater. I agree. Um, yeah, it was fun. The theater, there was only like 10 or so people in there, but I heard the lady talking after. She was like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this movie. I was like, oh, it was my first. I'd go watch it again tomorrow. Um, so they were like laughing and carrying on. It was great. I I kept finding myself just super into all the scenes. Like it just kept getting better and better and better. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm so happy, uh, Carl. I'm pretty interested in in uh... man. I'm, I feel like I'm gonna be the bad guy <gasps> this episode. Oh no! It's so, gotta be somebody. Finally, I, Carl the villain. I think I liked it. The first okay. watch was really hard to get through for me, and maybe it's just because we came off of 300. But it felt so dragged out. Every song, I was just like, "Okay, like <laughs> get it over with." Like it just felt like they, it felt like the whole thing was singing. And I, maybe I just don't love the genre of like musical dancing. But mm-hmm. like I will say, like the technical, um, you know, ability that Gene Kelly had was not lost on me. I thought that they did an insane job with like the production and like some of the transitions and a lot of the stuff that like. You know, stuff you see in Citizen Kane and, like, Casablanca that, like, are echoed in this. But I just, I kept, like, looking at my phone and, like, I was just like, man, like, how much longer is this movie? <laughs> but I will say, I, I managed, I had to, like, take a break. I watched, like, Equilibrium, which was, like, a uh, Christian Bale, like, action John Wick style movie. And then I went back and watched this again. 
and it was a little bit easier to get through. Uh-huh. But that first watch was tough. Gotcha. And, like my notes were not very forgiving. It was like this movie's torture. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> I love that. Though. And then like wow. I had, yeah, I mean, I, and I'll have to look through. But like I, I think I liked it. Like I, I kept like a lot of the songs are stuck in my head. So I was like, I think mm-hmm. it's it worked on me. But I was just like something about the link that I was just like. Okay, we're singing in the rain. Good morning. You know, I was like, how, like, gotta dance. I was like, we're still doing this? Like, that he's like, okay. as, I wanna, I showed don't up get again. It. Don't get it. I like, wanna... I showed up again. I was like, are we really doing this again? I thought we were about done with it. Now we're going to start it all over again. But uh, I don't know. I like, on the second watch, I enjoyed it a little bit more, but it was, yeah, it was tough for me to get through. So I, I think I just chalk it up to not loving the genre, but yeah. the um, execution I thought was really great. Sure. I thought it was like, you know, beautifully done, but yeah, it was tough for I've, me. I've got to agree with you in some scenes specifically, and I want to go through them in loose chronological order because you definitely have a point with some of these numbers dragging on for far too long. I, I was w- just like, what are you? I was like, this guy's just showing off. Like, this is just oh, him yeah. using this as a platform to be like, look at me. I'm the greatest showman that ever lived. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I believe you. Next. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> we skipped through. We watched it again today, so we've seen it twice. And we skipped through a couple of the scenes because it's like, all right. Just the one. Just the one? Okay, we'll talk about that one. I wonder if uh, Nick and I have um, not, not, maybe rose-colored glasses is the right term because we watched it in a theater. I wish I could have seen it in a theater. Yeah, because if I had been locked into a chair and had the experience of seeing an old movie and like the way it was supposed to be seen, not at a desk chair on like a laptop monitor, you know, like then I probably would have been more uh, into it and like, I I don't know. But yeah, so by myself watching it, it was a little... Gotta get this guy a projector. I think in general, watching movies with other people is better. Yeah. So having a, a like small theater with like 10 people that I was in and they were loving it and laughing, like it, it definitely helped push through some of those scenes that felt like they were dragging. Yeah. yeah I definitely want to get to that theater uh, more when they show other old yeah. crap. Same. Um, because Five it was bucks. delightful. That's not bad. Put at Casablanca all. on that screen. We'll be there. Nah. Come on. I'll protest outside. Come on. <laughs> you got to like give that a watch. <laughs> no Casablanca. Watch literally anything else. Where are the tickets? Where? <laughs> <laughs> this movie plot doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'll never show the piano or whatever. So, um, <laughs> oh man, I think I had some more to say about the, uh, but whatever. So, uh, set in the 1920s. That's what I wanted to say. So the movie set in the 1920s, uh, right at the transition. So the movie, the, the set setting, I guess, or set yep. piece around the movie is the transition between silent films and talkies in the twenties. Um, I forget the first movie they mentioned. That's the talkie that comes out. The jazz singer. The jazz singer. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Gene Kelly's character, um, Don Lockwood, and uh, Gene Hagen's character, Lena Lamont. Lena Lamont. Lena Lamont. So they're co-stars in uh, silent movies, and they're, uh, I guess, tabloided as uh, lovers or in, in, yep. engaged. And uh, Don hates Lena. And Lena's obsessed with Don, which is a fun subplot. And uh, it's funny. Uh, it like opens on a red car- carpet scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Don gets stopped by like, I guess it's not the paparazzi or is it? It's a reporter. Someone with yeah. a microphone. Mm-hmm. And he's telling a story about how he came to be on the silver screen. and is, and is But we're watching the flashbacks. And it's really funny that it's like his hyperbole juxtaposed with what mm. actually happened on screen yeah. he's just full of it <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's straight he, up lying yeah he's telling an overly embellished version of a story like he didn't come up as a star he was a stuntman you know him and uh, cosmo did the oh. same violin act in decreasingly crappy that violin venues. act is so funny um <laughs> i loved it so it was great and um you know he's a stuntman he gets a break mm-hmm. uh by I guess doing all the stunts for yep. a film by the pr- producer RF, right? Is the director? Uh, I think that's uh, the owner of the studio. The owner of the studio, RF, uh, whatever his last name is, doesn't matter. And um, he starts after like when that happens, he's like sliding up to Lena Lamont, who's the big movie star lady, and she won't give him the time of day. 
And uh, then he gets the promotion from RF and she wants him all of a sudden. I thought it was hilarious that we don't even hear Lena talk for the first like 10 minutes. She's on screen Mm -hmm. uh, because the secret is, is that she has a horrible voice. She talks like this. She's literally like this. It's so bad. So bad. So good. And that's the drama is when they go to talkies. Well, they're ruined because Lena, the big movie star sounds terrible. Um, and then, you know, there's the whole plot with uh, Debbie Reynolds' character, Kathy, doing the overdubs, and then that whole drama there. Uh, and we'll get a little more into that as we go. Yeah. Uh, I loved... Uh, this line made me laugh <laughs> every time I saw it. When they're in... Uh, we go with the audience to see the the movie premiere, the silent movie premiere uh, with, with uh, Don and Lena, uh, basically showing us as the... I guess movie audience, not audience audience in the film that would that they're big movie stars. Right. And they're, they're cutting to people in the crowd, like swooning over Lena and Don. (laughs) And the one lady goes, she's so refined. I think I'll kill myself. (laughs) Every time I loved it. I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. There was that one guy too fangirling in the very beginning. He was like, huh? And I was like, okay. Like there was a lot of things that I was like, this is a lot more modern than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Hmm. And like, I don't know. I liked a lot of the stuff like that. I just wish there's a little less or a lot less singing and dancing. Like the rest <laughs> oh. of the stuff I thought was great. I've got I just thought every I thought every single song went on a little too long. Yep, I like, agree with that. Uh I think uh Cosmo I though. Uh Cosmo might be my favorite character in the movie. Cosmo's spitting that. He was the the secret genius, yeah. He's yeah. uh his, all his decisions made everything work. His like one-liners. he was the underground guy. Spawnliners yeah, are so funny. Um, Did he remind anybody else of uh, like Steve Buscemi a little bit, the way he talked? And I haven't seen enough Steve Buscemi stuff. Or to... I also had a note that he looked just like the kid from the Mad Magazine. That's like the mascot <laughs> guy. Okay. <laughs> yep. He did feel familiar. I couldn't put my... Yeah. I looked up what he's in and, and none of it was familiar to me, So, which is interesting. Uh, him and uh, Debbie Reynolds were significantly younger than yep. Gene Kelly. In the movie by over 10 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, Gene Kelly, I think, was about 40. And Debbie Reynolds was about 19. Yeah. So. Like, she was young. This is her breakout role. Little 20 years. Yeah. She actually, fun fact, had no formal dancing or singing training prior mm. to this movie. She had been wow. a gymnast, I think. Um, so that was her only experience. But Gene Kelly was like, nah, I can teach her these dances. And it was, who was supposed to be or who else was considered? You um, mentioned someone. I didn't recognize... Two of the names, but one of them was Judy Garland. Gotcha. American Treasure. Um, but uh, she was too. She's too old. She was too old. Debbie Reynolds. Yoda was chosen instead. Uh, Cosmo, though, he was interesting to me because he's he's a one line machine. He's comic mm-hmm. relief, sarcastic comic relief in a lot of the scenes, but he doesn't really have much of an arc. Um, no, not really. Outside of the he's, scene, he's an unsung hero. Yeah, he is. Outside of the scene post Good Morning. Where they're trying to turn the movie into a musical, the movie that they're making into a musical, and then he pitches the ideas. They're like, "Remind me to give you a raise. Remind me to blah blah blah." And and that's really the only arc that we get for Cosmo. He Poor kind Cosmo. of plays second fiddle, literally, yeah. the, the whole movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I liked him. I don't know. His wit was good. He had that one line. Um, Gee, I'm glad you turned up. We've been looking inside every cake in town. When yeah. They, <laughs> when they find <laughs> Kathy. Um, my favorite line the, uh, of his was oh go ahead nick oh i hope i steal yours no whatever oh. uh oh shoot what's the main guy's name i'm don with names don. don when don's getting attacked by the mob in outside the car he's like hey call me a cab he's like okay you're a you're cab. cab yeah <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't mine mine was when he's like do you see anything more ridiculous than me on that screen he's like yeah lena he's like all right i played a close second (laughs) that was great great. there was a lot of really good humor and i wish there was just more of it like i loved that stuff like um (laughs) and they did a lot of like breaking the fourth wall like staring at the camera i didn't expect that kind of stuff like that that seemed very modern to me and i was like they were doing this back in the 50s i thought it seemed modern she can't sing. She can't talk. She can't dance. Triple threat. She's a triple threat. There's a few scenes where they kind of just like looked at the camera a little bit or like kind of referenced a little bit tongue-in-cheek but i don't know so speaking of shots going on too long, um, and uh, regard, I have another point to make, but this uh, the same scene, but the make them laugh. Make oh them my laugh. god, that Dude, was the one not too long. Make it that, stop. That was 
Perfect. Are you no. serious? You didn't like wow. that? So No, long. he kept going oh my on and God. on. I Cut was it. laughing so hard. I'm with you, Nick. Really? Dude, I that mean, it was, was long, but like, I just love that Cosmos. Nick's into it. Uh, that was his best moment. That was the performance wow. of a lifetime. I, I thought, thought it was, was impressive. So I just didn't need all of it. Yeah, I, I, I was like, this, he, the stuff he's doing is really like incredible feats of you know physical whatever. But I was just like, okay, I get it. You got to make him laugh. Like, cut it in half and <laughs> send it, it to the next kept person. Increasingly <laughs> like, getting you know? more ridiculous. Wow. Uh, when that scene was... starts, when that scene starts, he's just sitting at the piano trying to cheer what's his name Don up. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, everyone needs a friend like this, and then it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I loved it. Oh, that was two times too long. They could have cut that. He, uh, cut it in half. Cut it so in he, half. He filmed that entire scene himself, too. So no stunt doubles. Like, yep. he did all the flips. Yep. Like, um, on a concrete a, floor. Like, like, the flips yeah. are cool, but, like, more for me. the scene behind the couch. Mm. When uh, he's, like, fighting with the dummy. It was so good. That, oh, one's, yeah. that stuff was fine. I like some of the gags, but some of the ones where, like, he's spinning on the floor for really long. Or when yeah. he's doing the face adjustment bit, I'm like, cut it shorter. Yeah, yeah. A so lot of, yeah, long. Just, I was all smiles. Uh, I know. Uh, I was too, but still, it was like, God, believe If if we half the it. gags had yeah. been half as long, I think it's just as good. Yeah. But like, yeah, it drew oh, on for a little while. They oversaturated it. They they took out the punch and the sting of the you know impact I'm... by making it go too long. It was the same thing with like the uh, the KKK cloaks for me and Django. It's like it just went on too long. Like if it had been shorter, oh, it'd like been funnier that. to me. I like that. But oh. I don't. Maybe a bad oh, example. Yeah, a two-hour battle movie was not too long. That was <laughs> my <laughs> argument for the slow mo scenes in Three Hundred, and yeah. I was wrong. Yes. I'm just saying. No, there's well, a theme you're here. still wrong. There's but... a theme. Yeah, common theme. Yeah. Uh, Me and Carl are um, always right. But no, that, <laughs> incorrect. That uh, the make him laugh scene. Uh, apparently, the guy who plays Cosmos was a chain smoker and smoked like four packs a day, and was just in bed for three days after filming that. Yeah, it sounds like, like a champion. That'll get you. Um, took the life out. So of I have a. I, no, do smoke. It's good for you. It's cool. And it's cool. No. Um, <laughs> uh, so that scene, the make it laugh scene, when they enter that scene, so pre the singing uh, and Don and Cosmo walk through the set, because uh, we're still in the, this is pre the talkie. This is before the talkie had come yeah. out. So they're filming, it looks like two plus movies in that same studio uh, because they don't need the audio. The audio is just music and like sure. sound effects and post. Or they were filming multiple scenes. Or yes, guess, or multiple scenes at the same time. But by I the same the token, would, I was yeah. just wondering, like between that and uh, during all of the the filming pre talkie, we have the director directing in the shot. So he's got, all right, Don, do this now, and and give him this, and blah blah blah. I wonder how much harder and more frustrating movie making got for those directors and actors in the talkie era, because immediately like. You have to have quiet on the set. We're recording yeah. audio, so we can't do Changed multiple everything. scenes yeah. or multiple movies at once. And then we ha- uh, the director can't direct in the scene. He has to do it in between takes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that stretched and just made everybody's life miserable. Oh, for the absolutely. First, uh, that's, that's what I was thinking of, especially during the second watch when I was yeah. paying attention to more background stuff. Yeah. I'm like, huh, I wonder if that was a real pain in the butt. Yeah. Gotta be. Uh, I wonder how much resistance it was met with too, like just across the industry. Because one person probably figured it out and yeah. everyone else had to like scramble, like they, they either shut it down, like this isn't going to be the way, or we're going to have to like scramble and adapt. So, yeah. yes, well, Which like is the, kind of what they did. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, like, I mean, the owner of the studio in the movie is even like, eh, it'll blow over, we don't need this. Yeah, right. And then, yeah. like, in the next scene, he's like, eh, actually, this yeah, is a problem, they're ruining us. <laughs> this is not yeah. good. Uh, and then you know, that's when we get into Lena sucks, her voice is terrible. Lena. And, uh, we, we have Kathy, uh, I can't make. Do a bush. Great scene. <laughs> the microphone gag. I liked that. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. I thought that was funny. Yeah. And that getting progressively more annoying in the director. Uh, All right, the- quiet. <laughs> Slamming the door. And- into the mic. It'll go through the wire. <laughs> Travel down to the sound booth. Yeah. <laughs> the, the way they close it with Tharp coming in and go, what's this wire doing here? It's someone can trip. It's dangerous. <laughs> it just pulls Lena off. Yeah. Great. Uh, I love that scene. Uh, yeah. It just goes flying. Uh, I So I didn't realize... For the first twenty minutes or so, I expected Don to be, uh, like the villain character. 
Really? I expected him to have the heel turn. So I didn't, I thought that Lena would play like the stereotypical, I guess, modern 20 years ago, 30 years ago, dumb blonde. And her being the antagonist, I thought was actually, I enjoyed that. I didn't see that coming. I thought that the villain in the story would be uh, the tension between Kathy and Don. And him, like the will they, won't they? I thought that would be the whole story, and not um, Lena getting uh, Kathy fired from her cake dancing gig, and um, like using contract leverage to screw her out of credit for the overdubbing, which is which is the big the big heel turn, Uh, and that made the um, I, I thought that the the resolution at the end with the pulling the curtain up and revealing that, uh, I guess they, so they have the movie or whatever. And then, um, the crowd, uh, Lena has not been allowed to speak <laughs> in front of the public cause her voice is so terrible. And they finally let her go have her moment cause she's being such a beehole. And she's like, thank you for coming to my movie. And the crowd's like, she doesn't sound like that. Carl's in the, in mom. The thing. Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> Carl's mom. I ate all your Oreos. I ruined your pineapple again. Oh my God. Locked you out of the house, dear. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and the crowd wants her to sing. So they're like, oh, we have an idea. And she's like, we'll make Kathy do it for me. So Kathy sings backstage and then uh, to the beat of the song, yeah. Cosmo, RF, and Dawn in the best moment of the movie, in my opinion, yank the curtain up and reveal that it's Kathy singing back there. And then the crowd starts laughing and then Cosmo pushes her aside and starts singing the song as <laughs> Lena's still lip syncing. Great. Yeah. I loved the resolution. You got emotional at the end. I don't know why on the second we were at home, I was just like, when Don's like, <laughs> stop that girl in the pink there. That's like know. running down the aisle. <laughs> She's like crying. Yeah. She's got the tears going and down. Everyone's and clapping for her. I was just like, all her dreams are coming true. And Debbie Reynolds is. <laughs> like, but I have a fun fact about the dubbing. Oh. Um, so I don't know if you noticed, but in one of the songs, Kathy does not sound like Kathy. And it's because they dubbed Debbie Reynolds dubbing for Lena. Huh. In one of the songs. Incredibly ironic. Which in is one hilarious. of the songs? In only one of the songs. Which one? Do you and know? And a little bit, um, a little bit of the voiceover too, but it's the song like while they're f- like when you see her recording the audio yep. and then it pans to Lena. It's okay. Like, yep. would mm. you? That one didn't sound like the others. Okay. That's not her. Fun fact. I thought just like 1950s recording consistencies. I did too too the first time. And then when I was reading all my fun facts, I was like, oh, interesting. What do you know? Um, I loved the resolution. I thought it was great. Uh, I'm glad I like movies that end like right on the happy ever after note and don't let it play out. Yeah. I don't like it when it's played out too long. I like to go, and they got together. And they got together. They made a movie. And credits. Bing, bang, boom. I didn't, I liked the ending. I didn't like her reaction to getting revealed. Like to run off and not want to be seen. Like that was, maybe she didn't want to be seen. I think she thought they were embarrassing her. The laughing. Yeah. yeah, They might have thought, because they were forcing her to do it. And she was pissed off and told Donna she never wanted to see him again. And then the reaction of the curtain being lifted is laughter. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a good point. You know, I don't I know. Just, I, I thought she would have been excited Happy. or yeah, like yeah, thrilled. Like, yeah, like a got him. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean Debbie Reynolds, by the way, gorgeous oh, in the movie. So she's great, and um, her like flowy dresses. I'm just like, oh, um, so fun. Favorite um song. <gasps> Which favorite song, everybody? Start with Carl because he didn't like any of them. Yeah. <laughs> What's the one that's stuck in your yeah. head? If so you, if you don't have a favorite, I don't know if favorite. I had a favorite song, but I liked the production value of the Broadway thing. Yes. Um, Which one I was thought that? that was like the gotta you got a clown on Broadway, got to dance. Gotta like dance. I thought that one was the most gotcha. spectacularly done and like the most impressive like performance across the thing. Um, I guess the most iconic one is the scene in the rain one, but even that like that didn't seem to hold up to like the um like the Broadway level of like the production value they put into it. Gotcha. Uh, and that uh, one, I don't know if I minded it dragging on because it like changed so many times. The rest of them were like them singing Moses noses, toes is something. Moses, and I'm like, how liked, long are we going to do this? I liked one? that scene too. But I, That was my favorite yeah. Cosmo moment was that song. It was good. 
Um, my favorite song was Good Morning. Without mm. without a doubt. That and that's lovely. I, I actually didn't know anything about this movie. Mm-hmm. So when and I had that song has been stuck in my head for like a decade because that freaking orange juice commercial. <laughs> the Tropicana commercial. So when that song <laughs> was in the movie, like my brain exhaled like a decade's worth of exhale. Like, oh, I know what this oh. is from now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was one of those like really pleasing moments to me. Yeah. Uh, so that was my favorite one. Um, Little Damp. They parodied that in Family Guy. Oh, did they? Yeah. It's oh, crazy how many, yeah, how much Family Guy is spoiled for classic movies look that for up. me. Nick, what was your favorite song? Um, I mean, Singing in the Rain is iconic. Like that pole dance. Or not pole dance. Gene <laughs> <when he's> <laughs> Kelly's that pole, pole dance. dance scene. <laughs> I watched a different movie. Um, <laughs> no, but when he's like swinging from the light pole, like that's, yeah. you see that well, everywhere. Imi- yeah. Imitated everywhere. It's in a um, statue in Universal. But I, I think I'm with you, Cameron. The Good Morning, Good morning. song was... So happy. It was definitely the one I was singing all day. Yeah, same. Uh, Danielle. Me. Um. Oh, that's really hard. It. It. I feel like it changes. Like I've been listening to the soundtrack, and then different ones will get stuck in my head, off and on. But I feel like it has to be singing in the rain for me. Gotcha. Um. But something I learned, like, post watching this movie, is this is actually a jukebox musical. Like I always thought, singing in the rain was from this movie. It's not. The are, song's been around for years. Are any of the songs from the movie? Um, Make Him Laugh is supposedly okay. an original song. It's a close copy of an earlier Gene Kelly song, Oof. but it's original. So Okay. Um, but this is like one of the first film jukebox musicals. Huh. I didn't so, know that. But yeah, I like all the songs. But Singing in the Rain. Just the split. He's splishy splashing. Yeah, the He's cop. Happy. A little interaction with the cop. At yeah. The cop, and then he gives like, his umbrella yeah. away to the other guy. I'm singing in the that rain. seems like the mo- that's where the pivotal moment changes, where he's like, his outlook changes, and then his whole life kind of changes. But, yeah. It's interesting. You didn't like it. I kind of expected you to like it. I can never pin you guys Me? down. Me? I liked it. I just thought the the music was too much. Like, I thought there was just too much of it. I thought, like... Too much music in this musical. I, well, <laughs> no, because on a level, I, I mean, sympathize because I don't like, like musicals either. I think yeah. the fact that it's old and a musical, like, gives it bonus right. points Saves for me because I, I like yeah, old I thought it was stuff. charming. I thought Gene Kelly was great. I, he gave me uh, George Clooney vibes. Um, that but, is... I like huh. that. That makes sense. Yeah. He reminded me of Clooney. The other guy reminded me of uh, Bashimi. And then, what was her name? The the shrill voice lady reminded me of Miss Piggy. Lena. Yeah, Miss <laughs> um, Piggy's. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I liked it. It was just, I. it was hard for me to sit through a lot of the music. And I get, I, going through the second time, it was easier, but I was kind of breaking up into chunks. But like, I've been, the music's been stuck in my head. I don't yeah. hate it. It's just, it was not my go-to kind of movie. But I think, was, go ahead. There was only one song I didn't like. Oh. Oh, which one? Which one? And I, th- I think you guys are with me on this. Um, it was the one where like the the head TV guy or whatever RF. Yeah. I don't know why I can't keep track of names of anyone in this movie. Me either. But he he's walking in and like seeing the first recording of a song. It's one where you got like the the model standing still at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I forget the name the of that studio song. song. Beautiful girls. It, oh my God. That was the one where I was like, are we still doing this shit? That one, that one was kind of off the rails for me. And then what's that scene after the, that guy, I was like, Brian Keegan had a, started his career in music. It just feels <laughs> a bit Regan. out of nowhere. <laughs> like, why guy. do we need a catalog breakdown of outfits in the middle of this movie? The one yeah, where Don has that idea for the final number and so it's not recorded like, yet. Carl Is that the Broadway part? Really liked, that's yeah. the part of the movie we skipped, Carl. <laughs> it's mm. so long. We in the theater the were like, it's, really? it's long, but I, I think well, just I just thought we it was wanted really to get... well done. Yeah. It's long Second and it's like, fine, I guess. yeah, we just wanted to get through the rest and of the movie. Even in the movie though, we were like, what is this serving kind of, yeah. if that makes sense? Like it's, it's a good spectacle, but we're like, man, really? We're like, we have a last number for the song and we're going to spend 15 minutes on it in the movie. And I just don't get how that ties into the, the Dancing Cavalier. Like, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's he's the, like, I can't picture it <laughs> like at the end of all of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. I think it ties into the Dancing Cavalier uh, because they were talking about at the beginning, it would be a, a guy in the modern day 
who's like on a stage production and then he's on a break and he goes and reads a book and gets hit in the hand with a sandbag. And that's how he goes back in time and he thinks he's in Victorian times. And I think the point was that that scene that we skipped in our second watching was like the end of the movie. So he's back in current day maybe and they're and they're wrapping it up or something like that or, or, or I don't know. I'll suspend my criticism. Uh, I thought it was cool that that was my least favorite. In that, yeah. like fifteen minutes, we got a so like a completely different plot with like a beginning, middle, end to it. Like he showed up to New York and then was like going through everything, and then he finds a love interest, and then she turns on him. Like there was a whole other story in that one scene, mm-hmm. and I like that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I I forgot it was him thinking about what the scene was going to be and then it cut back to yeah it was cool um do we want to go into any anybody else have any final thoughts before we do star ratings i was going to ask one more question oh go ahead to the group if you had to pick an accent what accent would you have i don't know if that's a dumb question like how they're you mean like yeah like how they had to how they had to do mid-atlantic yeah they couldn't talk and like lena had a bad accent so she couldn't be in the movie so if like you were gonna have to pick an accent just for film, be like voiced over, or we yeah, are yeah, sure for film. Okay, so an accent we have to learn for a role. No, you just have it. Oh, we just have it. Yeah, automatically. Yeah. Oh, you just have it. You can just talk with an accent. I would want to talk, however, uh, Henry Cavill talks. Oh, that's a good it's just one. a good, deep, solid British accent. Mm. That'd be how I would talk. Um, or Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, rip. No, no, I'd pick British for sure, uh, or Mid Atlantic, but that's not a real accent. Yeah, but as we uh, learned in the so movie, good. it was great to to have people we, teaching Mid Atlantic. Why don't we talk? Carl, like are that you anymore? googling accents? I'm, <laughs> no, I'm reading my notes, and one of them is, "I wish I could speed run this movie." <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I love it. I love that you didn't like it. And then the next one is I actually really dig this Broadway stage one. The graduate leg was great. <laughs> like, uh, like just I like how this, like, his like lady is like with the mafioso and he's just like, Yeah, sure, go dance with this man. Oh yeah. Man. Coins, coins. I feel like I coins. blocked all I gotta of that flip out. yeah, I flip my coin the whole uh, time, yeah. Uh what would what would you pick though? What what accent would you have? What accent would I have? I mean you picked the question. You gotta have I know, one. I did. German. Well, I feel basic because like a British accent is just lovely. because British accents are attractive. I know. Okay. I always, I don't know if I could speak French. I know you hate the French. Yeah. But French is such a pretty language. Well, you know. My, when you asked that question, my immediate reaction was Russian. Oh. But then my brain like autocorrected <laughs> to say, no, you're a human being and your response should be British. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Russian. Comrade Russian Nick. would be pretty good. <laughs> Comrade Nick. Comrade Nick. You could be so Comrade. scary. Like that. Nikolai. Eastern European oh. accent, yeah, is so like you could be so intimidating. Bring me his head. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I ain't messing around. I'm not gonna try. It will be bad. Be great. Oh, you should try. Do no. it for the pod. I'll do it off camera, and then if I like it, I'll do it. Fine. <laughs> we'll follow up next week. <laughs> Carl, you such, gotta pick an accent. Low the stakes. Whole, the Carl, whole next. Did you pick an accent, Russia. Carl? No, uh, maybe South African would be cool. Ooh, something ooh, that's like that's really, one. really strange or like yeah. something rare. If you're like, where are you from? Are you British? You're Australia. Like, oh. None of us picked yeah. Australia. I know. I think I can almost do an Australian. So I don't There's... know if I. I would want one that I can't. Like French, I can't do. I can't do British. I you can't can do, do a Cockney. <laughs> you can be yeah. Michael Caine. Yeah. Michael Caine. <laughs> Master Wayne. Master Wayne. <laughs> Nailed it. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Is Morgan Freeman in all those push ups? Yeah. The hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's never and do that's accents why I'm again. Not doing one. <laughs> never do accents again. All right. Any any final thoughts before we do star rating? Um, Phoebe. No. Hi. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start with Nick. It's not because he surprised me with loving this <laughs> start movie. With as much as he did. Oh, start okay. with Nick. Classic. I know. I'm so surprised. I oh, I liked God. it a lot. It was. I felt like it was creative the whole way through. Like every scene just got more and more creative for me. I I was sitting in the theater just grinning the whole time. Aww. Like I was just super into every scene. Like I didn't feel like they did anything. Minus that one scene that was a little, I don't know. The the lyrics of that one song were a little. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Don't know. Words, words. <laughs> um, 
But no, I liked it a lot. I thought Debbie Reynolds was amazing in it. Um, yeah, man, it was. I don't have a lot of thoughts because it was just fun. Yeah, it was fun to watch. It was cool to see it on a big screen for the first time. Um, what out of five? One out of one out of five. No, <laughs> what out of five? Uh, one out of five. five. Don't movie. give this movie a one, anybody. No. It deserves way more than that. It deserves... Carl's face. I know. It deserves a three and a half. Three and a, a half? Three and a half. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? I want to save Carl for last. It was if Carl for last. How about no, you go man. next? Okay, I'll go next. Uh, this movie checks a couple boxes for me. One, it's old. Um, so I think old brings you almost automatically above three. Oh. Because uh, I'm an old man. I watch oh. baseball on purpose. And I like old movies. Um... <laughs> And I think this one for me, man, I enjoyed it a lot. Is it better than Casablanca for no. you? No. Uh, oh. What did I give Casablanca? Does anybody remember? I think I gave it a four. Four? I can't remember. Four, five? Was, I feel like you gave it a 4.5. 4. 4.5? 4. Because I gave Casablanca. I don't remember now. I want to give this movie, no, uh, Casablanca aside, I want to give this movie a four. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I don't think... I mean, if I if I had to pick between this and Casablanca, I think I would pick. That's a hard one. I think Casablanca is a better movie, um, but I think this is a lighter watch. Yeah, it um, is. And I tend to gravitate towards lighter watches, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I'm not going to choose. <gasps> <laughs> They're both great. Uh, I'll give this one a four. Why don't you go next? All right. What do you think I'm going to give this movie? A five. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the easiest call ever. (laughs) This is your first five. Yes, it is is my first first five. five. Nice. So Um, five for me is Pulp Fiction, and for you, it's for me, it's Singing in the Rain. It's just, it's so happy. I like movies that leave me feeling like light and joyful, and I love music. I don't know why I love musicals. I just, I just do. They speak to my soul. So this movie's like a nice warm hug for me. So five out of five. Plus, I mean. It's just great. I mean, story's great. Music's great. Dancing's great. Yep. Costumes are great. It's all great. Debbie Reynolds is great. Debbie Reynolds is great. All right. Let's immediately contrast <gasps> that with Carl. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because Nick went three, five, and I was like, I was going to give it a three. So if Nick liked it that much, I might have to give it like a two or something. But uh, no, don't I, use his scale as yeah, your scale. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, tor- I'm torn because like, I don't really know if I even have any real thoughts. Like, I, like the, <laughs> what are thoughts? Yeah, like I, the first time was really tough. The second time I kind of enjoyed it and like I appreciated it a lot more. And there's definitely things that like the comedy is fantastic. I think they do a good job with that. Um, God, I mean, there was just so much singing and dancing that wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a musical. (laughs) But it's, I I think if they had just cut like a minute or two from each song, it would have been like a really perfect movie. But yeah, it's, um, it just, it all just went on to the point where I was just like, okay, um, but other than that, I mean, I thought it was really well done. I thought, you know, the story was pretty fun. I thought I, it, the whole train, like, I guess it just was a thing for movies back then to use newspapers to like transition from one like yeah. scene to another. But I was really <laughs> impressed with it uh, with the first movie, and then like the next two did it too, and I was like, oh, I guess that's just a trope. <laughs> like, I thought it was like a really it's like, ingenious, like the George Lucas screen wipe of the era. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm trying. To, I'm like. Are old movies groundbreaking the second time something's done, or is it only the first time? You know what I mean? Like, or is it just yes. copying after that? Like, so I don't know, like, historically, if this was like technically brilliant or not, but I mean, I enjoyed it. I think I'll give it just an even three feels good. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it again anytime soon. I watched it twice. That's enough. I may have to do a quick scrub for some memes, but sure. I mean, the songs will probably be stuck in my head and I'll probably be kicking myself for it for the next like, months. But, um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I just, yeah, it's uh, musicals are not your thing. Yeah, not my cup of tea. Three out of five, not but your not jam. Bad. Yeah. All right. Well, it's that time. We get to pick another movie out the of the bucket. bucket. Will it be another drama? Will the bucket be kind? And we pray for a national The mummy. The no, mummy. I could do, no, mummy. Treasure I could do it. I could do a Truman a date. Show. Oh, that's true. That's true. Some of the bucket uh, bucket movies are not in the bucket because we're going to do them for dates. So um, on the old calendario. So no, uh, why don't you why don't you pull one? <gasps> you just have to flick it. All right, I believe in myself. Here we go. 
I'm scared, guys. This feels like so much pressure. I mean, it is. This is our fate. This decides our next seven days. All right. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Something called Labyrinth? What? Yes! Yes! That's a weird movie. It's weird. It has, like, puppets. It's David Bowie. David Bowie. It's David Bowie. Jennifer Connelly? Well, yeah. Man, uh, so Labyrinth is in the bucket. Because of Harmontown. The one with the eye hand guy, or is that a different movie? That's a different movie. Eye Uh, hand guy. What am I thinking of? Labyrinth (laughs) is a weird, uh, overly sexualized David Bowie movie. (laughs) All right. Uh, I think he plays a character called Jareth, which is fantastic. Uh, Jareth. Uh, I'm excited. They... uh, in, John Travolta? In the early... Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my Bowie and my Travolta are just the same. Yeah. I'm safe at Bowie. And John Travolta is the exact same. Uh, in Harmontown, they uh, have a Halloween where it's one of the uh, cast's favorite movies. So they all dress up as Jareth. And mm. then they have all of the audience dress up as Jareth. And they oh, rated one bar as 35 Jareths. Uh, <gasps> wow. And it was excellent. Mm. So they speak so highly of the movie in a weird way. It's just a weird Bowie movie. I've always wanted to watch it. So we're going to watch live. I'm actually excited because it. it's not I'm a drama. Too, it yeah. uh, I know nothing about this movie, just that he's yeah. in it. So We could all hate it, which would be great. <laughs> we'll find out. I don't think there's a hope in hell that Daniel likes this movie. No way. No shot. <laughs> just from what I know about it. There's no <laughs> chance she likes this God, movie. She's, I don't know anything about this. You're going to be like, than... why is he so creepy? <laughs> oh, no. Is Bowie in any other movies or is this it? I have no idea. Oh, I guess I, he was in Zoolander for a little bit, but that doesn't really I go. think he has he a... Bowie? He was in there for just a little bit. Was he... I, I think he has a cod piece in this movie. I he was dead before. <laughs> Zoolander. The first one? No. Yeah, cod piece. It's gonna be great. He was like the he was the guy that host or like ranked the runway uh, model off. Hmm. Not in the bucket. That's another good movie. We gotta add that one next year, maybe. Yeah, we've got enough movies for three years. I know for next year. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. Um, All right. Well, they keep making more. They keep. You know, we've <laughs> we got have a, enough. We'll movie. catch up one day. All right, y'all. Well, thanks for watching. Um, if you like the show, like the episode, comment, subscribe, follow us on something, Instagram, TikTok, um, wherever else we are. The tube. YouTube.com slash at the big room pod dot us. podcast. Uh, we are going to watch Labyrinth. <laughs> Labyrinth. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. called Labyrinth. <laughs> See y'all.